Baron Corbin. Um, Baron Corbin. Do you like Baron Corbin? Baron Corbin. I know you're a great fan of Baron Corbin. Of all the people, James, Baron Corbin. Ah, oh, Baron Corbin. You know, you know what a great opponent for uh, Mr. Kurt Angle, the Olympic gold medalist of 1996 for America. Baron Corbin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing you dislike this. We'll get into it, James. We'll get into all of it because it's now time for the IWO podcast. Welcome along, everybody, to the IWO podcast. Available on YouTube, iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean. Well, we truly are in WrestleMania season now because oh. that lengthy Podbean was just. Probably the longest you've done. It's the longest in quite some time. I've been keeping them short for special occasions. Well, I thought, you know, whew, your race, good. and I, oh, am yeah, I am the right honourable Lord of Complete Failure. That's right, you are, because you lost the predictions at Fast Lane. And speaking of predictions, James, we have some news. We do big news. Big news. <laughs> As of WrestleMania weekend, the IWO podcast shall now be predicting NXT TakeOver. Yeah, we're predicting the whole weekend, and um, which is like a, a potential for, I don't know how many points, quite a lot. A lot of points. Well, considering WrestleMania is going to be seven days long, there's going to be quite a few matches on that show. So, yeah. Um, and very similar to how we did um, Evolution and Crown Jewel, the predictions will come out in two separate videos, but our whole points will be over the two shows. I think this is going to be something we're going to do going forward now. So, like at Money in the Bank or SummerSlam or Royal Rumble, we'll predict the NXT TakeOver show as well, because we love NXT and we love talking about it. And this TakeOver is going to look like one of the best ever. So, Are you, are you excited? Let's talk You're about going it. to have a heart attack, Reese. You know this is confirmed. Oh, yeah, because Pete Dunn is defending the UK title, which always brings on a minor heart attack to me. Against, a strong chance against a massive man. Yeah, yeah, Paul he is massive. Walter. Is it Walter or is it Volta? Because I can never tell. I don't, I don't know. I mean, you know... Um, Looking at the way it's he's spelt. the kind of man you don't want to you don't want to get his name wrong. That's all I'm saying. No, because he will chop you right in the chest, and that would really hurt. And I'm not down for that. You down for some WrestleMania chops, Reese? No. Oh, I shan't be doing it. <laughs> no one shall chop me. Are you sure? You sure you don't want that? We'll hire a professional wrestler. To, to chop you? Yeah. No. Uh, oh, why? <laughs> why don't we hire a professional wrestler to chop you? <laughs> because, you know, I thought you'd like the experience of being, no. of being chopped. No, I would not like that at all. Especially at, on WrestleMania season, you know. We're all into well, the James, wrestling. Actually, to celebrate WrestleMania, I have actually hired a professional wrestler to hit you for Tombstone Piledriver. So, you know, I thought that would be quite fun. Oh, I'm, I think I'm ill. You don't, you, don't want, you don't want to take part? Oh, well, I'm ill. So, uh... Oh, oh. well, you're not going to watch WrestleMania then? Yeah, I'll watch WrestleMania here. Yeah. Oh, you'll fight through the illness. <laughs> that's, that's awfully yeah. brave of you, James. Oh, yes, I know. Well, we are two weeks away from WrestleMania. Yeah, exciting. It's a, it's a strange build, because half the card is very much set in stone, whilst the other half is like, what the hell is going on here? You know, it's it's like certain things like, I have no idea who's going to be in this match or this match. I don't know if this guy's turning up. But then the other half is like, yeah, well, that's going to happen there, and then this guy will win. Do, it's, do, you, think, uh, do you think The Undertaker is going to... Maybe make an appearance this this WrestleMania, or do you think um, this is the one, the one? Well, 
one. I think he will be turning up, um, mainly because it's WrestleMania. Of course he'll turn up. But also this week, um, you know, the WWE production trucks, they had their new WrestleMania livery things going oh, on. yes. And it's all people who are on the card, and Undertaker is on there. So it's not like, oh, it's like some legends and stuff. It's just people who are appearing on the show. Like, he's next to Seth Rollins. So it's like, it looks like... At least when they planned the truck design, he was in the plans. Out of what would be your ideal Undertaker match for this this year? You know, I really don't know because I loved the Undertaker match last year. I know it was stupid and quick, but it did its job perfectly, and I really enjoyed the story of it. Yeah, with the weeks leading up, I don't want to see Undertaker in like a thirty-minute match because mm. he can't do it anymore <laughs> so, <laughs> it's like but I want to see him with a big name I mean the rumours are Finn Balor that, would, that would be not, good see I'm not sure if I want that though that's not what I want well, it, well, <laughs> <laughs> give me what I want if it's Phenom versus Demon then I'm on board for just like the entrances but I don't see a match between those two being any like I don't see it being fantastic you know it'll be quite interesting to see because I can't imagine it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Um, The man who I have more questions about is John Cena. You've got to think that he's going to be at Mania. The rumours were him versus Lars Sullivan. Obviously that is not happening anymore, but they're not even hyping up a return. They've barely even mentioned him. I don't think they have mentioned him on commentary since Royal Rumble where he didn't turn up. You've got to think they'll be turning up at Mania. Yeah, he's yeah. got to have a match, I mean, hasn't he? I mean, I mean, I mean, you can't have WrestleMania without John Cena these days. But unfortunately, oh. it looks like WWE have forgotten him. Oh dear, poor John. <laughs> so, I I don't know. Maybe I don't know. Does John need a match this year? Yeah, he's John Cena. We haven't seen much of him recently. Well, no, because he's. Uh, He's been living it, living the high life. Yeah, um, I will put my name in the hat. I'll face John Cena at WrestleMania. Um, okay. <laughs> you, you make sure Vin, Vince is aware. Yeah, I'll face him. If you've got no one else, I'll take him one. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Good old John Cena. As long as I get paid as much as him. Uh, do. I don't think that'll happen. How rude. Right. Um, <laughs> let's, let's get into this. Raw and SmackDown. Monday Night we, Raw. Of course, we start with Raw because that comes first in the week. It does. Uh, Raw is opened up by the Universal Champion, Brock Lesnar. It's been a while since we've seen him. He's accompanied, as always, by his advocate, Paul Heyman. Um, Heyman does the talking here, as per. Uh, and they, the kind of story they've been building here is how, oh, Brock doesn't do well against smaller guys, but then Heyman's like, oh, you say that? He beat everyone that you mentioned. And you go, oh, yeah, good point. Good point there, Paul. Yeah. Uh, and then Paul Heyman says, Seth Rollins is an idiot. He's facing Brock Lesnar in two weeks, and he's got a match against Drew McIntyre tonight. What a fool. Out comes Drew McIntyre and he goes, Thank you, Paul, for saying that I'm really good at wrestling. It's so nice. For- oh, my God. Seth Rollins is hitting me with a chair. Oh, <laughs> ow, the pain. Oh, no. Yeah, out comes Rollins. He hits Drew McIntyre with a chair 14 times, I believe. Yeah, it looks really angry. Yeah, Retribution. Proper, proper mad-like. Um, Rollins then rushes the ring, chases after Brock, but Brock just runs away. And that is the end of the opening segment for Monday Night Raw. What did you think? I th- I thought it was a pretty good segment for Monday Night Raw. To be honest, um, I am um, like all guys look very good. You had uh, because obviously Drew Seth were um, were uh, uh, are going to have a match later on in the night, and this is uh, I I think this feel made their match feel like. A bigger deal than some uh-huh. of their previous ones, just because of the story surrounding it. So, obviously, Seth Rollins going after Brock. 
I feel their match is it's in a weird place in the mind of the fans at the minute. Yeah. Because I feel a lot of people have kind of forgotten about it because there's like the Kofi stuff going on, there's the Becky stuff going on, there's so much stuff going on um, on the active roster that because Brock isn't there ever, it, people have kind of forgotten it. And I think come WrestleMania, a lot of people walk away going, oh my god, the Seth Rollins-Brock Lesnar match was so good, I wasn't expecting it, because they've kind of just forgotten that it's even happening, you know? Yeah, I mean, that's not necessarily a bad thing, because... No, I think it puts them in a good position, because they're, they're really, even though it is the main title match for Raw, um, the eyes aren't really on them, which is a no. good position to be in, because you can just over-deliver massively. I mean, and be the favourite. It's really good that we have all these big storylines going into WrestleMania. Yeah. Because looking at it last year, they were fairly small in comparison, apart from the Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar stuff. That was the main... Yeah, that was... And then um, you had the kind of Ronda stuff, but they kind of underplayed that a lot, because they yeah. didn't really know how good she was going to be. Yeah. I think like comparing it to last year, I feel a lot of the matches have much like bigger presence. I feel that they mu- this WrestleMania the matches feel more important. Yes, yes. Than last year. Last year had a lot of great matches that are a lot of fun. But here we are going into WrestleMania where we could be walking out of it with kind of the landscape being changed in a big way. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, especially with this uh, new Fox deal coming in for SmackDown. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You've got to think there'll be, uh, you know, that that will uh, contribute to some of the results, you know? Yeah, well, it's like we are in a highly volatile period in the wrestling industry, and I, I strongly believe that WrestleMania 35 uh, will be, however that is received will be how WWE are received in the next coming year or so. So if it absolutely sucks, they'll be on the back foot against people like an AEW or whatever. Yeah. And with this big Fox deal coming in, they need to kind of smash this. They need this WrestleMania to be good. And hopefully, it's looking like it's going to be. Yeah. Because I we've mean, got have you so heard, much stuff. Have you heard some of the... I know they're, they're just rumours at the moment... It's lots of rumours and speculation flying around, and uh, I'm not sure what's true or not, or what's just complete rubbish. <laughs> but um, <laughs> um, uh, I was I was reading that Brock Lesnar, maybe if if he signs another deal with WWE, uh, he'll be heading to SmackDown. Well, I've heard that Ronda's gonna go there. That's kind of the big thing that I've yeah. heard. And, you know, I was thinking about this earlier today. It's quite nice going into WrestleMania where the big story isn't, is Brock Lesnar going to sign a contract or not? It's quite nice to have this kind of... Yeah. Well, that was last year's. (laughs) Oh, my God. It was awful last year. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. um, SmackDown Fox is going to be interesting because they're going to have so much money. And it, um, it It could become the new... Raw, basically. Yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see in the Superstar Shake-Up after Mania who goes where. Because I think we'll see a lot of big names go to SmackDown. But you've got to think that you've got to keep some big names on Raw as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. So you can imagine Seth will stay. But there's been the rumours of AJ coming to Raw for ages. Like, now this whole Fox deal is happening, so they keep him on SmackDown because he's kind of one of their big names there. Where does Daniel Bryan go? What happens to someone like Randy Orton? All that kind of stuff. It'll be interesting to see. Yeah, You've got to think that Becky, if she wins the Raw title, she's coming to Raw. They want to keep her on SmackDown. Does Charlotte stay there? Interesting stuff. It it is very interesting stuff, and uh, of course, we'll see that in the Superstar Shake-Up after WrestleMania. Yeah, I'm excited for that. I mean, it's, it's, we're going to have a few mental weeks. Yes. Like, right now is the calm before the storm. We are going to go absolutely insane in a few weeks. We're going to have TakeOver, WrestleMania, Raw After Mania, SmackDown After Mania. Then we're going to have Shake Up and another Shake Up. Then we'll be on to Backlash or whatever. I quite enjoy this calm period. Well, we won't be on now. to Backlash, Reese. We'll be on to uh, the... Uh... 
the gr- the greatest Royal Rumble two, won't we? Is that is that right? Oh yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> I saw I saw on Twitter today that apparently the Undertaker has been confirmed for that show. Oh well. I'm he's not ge- even confirmed for WrestleMania. I mean, he's confirmed for the Saudi show. They had they had the ten year deal thing, and I assume they're still going ahead with it. So yeah, they are. Look, let's not talk Saudi. I was having a good week. Um, <laughs> Raw. Let's, ca- let's carry on with Raw. We got uh, Bobby Lashley and Leo Rush taking on Finn Balor and a mystery partner. Oh, Who's it going to be? It's Michael Whoever... Cole completely spoiled. What a prick! I think Finn Balor's partner is going to be monstrous. Oh, well done. Get lost, Cole. <laughs> I like mysteries. Why do you have to ruin it? Uh, Spoiler alert: the mystery partner was Braun Strowman. You know, I, I was I was actually quite intrigued about this mystery partner until I he thought it was going to be Sami Zayn. I was a hundred percent sure it was going to be Sami Zayn. Oh, uh, it wasn't Sami Zayn. No, it was, the mystery partner was Braun Strowman. <laughs> but the match was fun. I thought the match was really fun. Yeah, yes. yeah. Um, most of the match, like controlled by Braun. And that's always quite funny to see him throw people around. Uh, towards the end of the match, uh, Bobby Lashley runs away and Leo and uh, leaves Leo Rush just in the ring by himself to be destroyed. Uh, Finn and Braun pick up the win. Uh, before we talk about this match, though, I would like to confirm um, after the match on Twitter. It was officially confirmed, something we were talking about last week. The Andre uh, the Giant Mobile Royal is happening, and the first entrant into that match is Braun Strowman. Well, at least he's going to be in a match this time. Well, he was in a match last time. He won the tag titles. Oh, yes, he was. Uh, scrap that. That was, uh, <laughs> that was a false statement by me. Um, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, we've... Um, we, I've been wondering for a while, will the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal happen? Because I really enjoy it every year. I know people kind of like poo-poo it a little bit, saying, it's oh, it's good, not important. It's, All this fun ma- before it's a lot episode. of fun. Yeah, it's a laugh, because you get like a few nice returns in there. Gets everyone on the show as well. Uh, Braun, you have to... In there. Well, it, yeah? in, well, the women's one we did anyway. And we've seen it in the past before. I mean, the Andre the Giant Mobile Royal was the debut of one Mr. Baron Corbin. Yeah. But yeah, I'm glad that it's on the show. Um, it'll be interesting to see who else is in there. Will Braun be the biggest star in there? Probably. Will he win? I feel Probably. Like, I feel like Braun, putting Braun in there is a little bit of a ruse, you know. Oh, so you think everyone's going to go, oh, yeah, Braun's going to win. And it's like, ha, 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 ha. No. It was actually Victor of the Ascension uh, who won. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no. No, I wasn't thinking that. But someone else is to win. Last eliminating Braun. Yeah, you know, maybe a new debut. debut or debut as uh, Mr. Um, uh, bro... <laughs> <laughs> I do apologise. Okay. I'm okay. okay. I'm okay. You, you had a long day. I've had a long day. I've been working. Um, um, anyway, someone's going to make that toilet paper, James. You know, oh, it drives yeah. you it drives yeah. you insane. Yeah, it does. It's very, yeah. <laughs> do you think we could finally see the debut of Lars Sullivan? Maybe this would be I a mean, good place I, for him. It would be a good place just to totally remove Braun Strowman from the equation. Yeah. I think that would be pretty decent enough, you know. There was a conference call not so long ago that Triple H was in, and he was asked about Lars, and he's like, look, we understand how the Lars Sullivan situation's going on. We're still 100% behind him. We're not going to push him out there until he's ready. So they are still all on board with Lars. Yeah. So if he feels he's ready, if the WWE still want to push him, I think that could be a really good place to bring him out and have him eliminate Braun and win that battle royal. Not too great for Braun. Um, no, but, but Braun, Braun, Braun can, can handle it, I think. <laughs> Braun can come back from anything at this point. If he can come back from that awful heel turn earlier on uh, last year, he can come back from anything. And also, you've got to think, at some point during the WrestleMania show, he's going to kill that guy from SNL. So, you know, oh, I'm sure he'll be fine. I forgot about that as well. Uh, can we, we talk about how awful this is? Well, you see, right, 
I don't know if it's awful or not, because we obviously are from the United Kingdom, where SNL does not air. We have no idea who this fella is. Maybe if we knew who he was, it would be more interesting, but from our point of view, it's a random man being a prick. (laughs) Yeah, good point. (laughs) So I, you know, maybe if it was, like, Craig Revel Horwood or someone like that. <laughs> we didn't we'd enjoy it more. You know, maybe if it was a Piers Morgan or, 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 or Ainsley Harriet. Yes, Ainsley Harriet, that would be <laughs> Matt Baker from the One Show, which is bothering <laughs> Braun Strowman. Derek Brockway, the BBC Wales Today weatherman, is bothering Braun Strowman. We've just completely alienated any American listener. Oh, well, with Derek Brockway, we've alienated anyone who isn't from Wales. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so um, I'm not a huge fan of what Braun's doing at the moment, but I am a huge fan of the Andre the Giant Mobile Royal. But we're still in the second match of the night. Well, first match of the night, second segment. Um... Everyone in this match, apart from Braun now, doesn't have a match at Mania. Mm, yeah. Rush is not going to be in the 205 Live match. We learned that uh, later on in the week. Uh, you've got to think that they're going to do something with the IC title. They haven't announced it yet. I think Where's they Finn def- going to go? Will. Yeah, um, they've got to do something. Um, is Finn having the match with Undertaker? Yes, no. If he's not, he'll be in the Intercontinental title picture. But if he is... Why aren't we setting that up? We've only got two weeks left. Yeah, you know, maybe, maybe, maybe he's not facing the Undertaker. Then. I don't. I don't know. I don't. But if he's not facing the Undertaker, why don't you set up a one-on-one match against him and Bobby or whatever for the IC title at Mania? Why take the title off him in the first place? What's going on here? Uh, no idea. <laughs> yeah, um, it's uh, it's all a bit up in the air, which is surprising. I've... Two weeks from WrestleMania. You see, I feel that we're going to have some very rush storylines in the next coming weeks, where it's like, oh yeah, a six-man ladder match for the IC title built in a week. <laughs> Why not? Uh, like like that, um, the US title last year. <laughs> oh god, that was awful. That was really bad. The US title picture this year is a lot better. We'll get to that later on. Yeah. Right, it's Moment of Bliss. <clears throat> Alexa Bliss comes out, and her, her um, guest on a Moment of Bliss... Is that a walk of a Lewis? Walk with a Lewis. Walk with a Lewis. He comes out and he says, I am Elias. And Alexa says, I am Alexa. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that got a laugh from me. I liked it. <laughs> um, he is there to announce that he is the official music act of WrestleMania. Yes, he is. Which uh, you're very excited about. Love Elias. He should be... In a match, maybe, but this will be good he for He is him. going to insult everybody in New York. Yes, which isn't me, which is good. Or um, me. And he says, at WrestleMania, there will be no interruptions. And he's interrupted. Uh, no Way Jose music's hit. Out comes a conga line led by the heavy machinery guys. Uh, and he's like, what are you doing? What is this? You dare to interrupt me, Elias, the greatest singer-slash-wrestler of all time? I will smash your inner in. But, but, uh, but it, it was revealed that Alexa Brunk organised that conga line. Yeah, but she, she had organised it for later on. She's like, look, I was going to organise this to then kind of interrupt you and you'd look really cool, but they came out too early, you idiots. And then Elias is really angry, and No Way Jose appears out of a disguise. And there's a bit of a beatdown, lead to a match. Elias versus No Way Jose. Elias picks up the win. Uh, yes, yes. Which is obviously um, leading up to uh, a bit of a rivalry between no. Uh, uh, Elias no. and No Way Jose no. at no. WrestleMania no. on the no. pre show. No. Um, no. 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 Oh. No. Okay. This is over. Now. Are you, are you sure? Elias Noe Jose is over. Because last time you said it was over, Jeff Jarrett faced. Um, yeah, but I also Elias. said that Elias didn't join the big lads, and he didn't. Well, he technically did for a week. 
No, no, he didn't. Um, but now Elias is announced as the official music actor of WrestleMania. You don't see Flo Rider facing someone in the pre-show then doing a song later. No. Elias is going to be too busy. When the pre-show is going on, Elias will be like sipping warm lemon and getting his vocal cords already. He can't be facing No Way Jose. No Way Jose will be in the Battle Royal and he'll get thrown out in the first like 40 seconds. Elias is far too busy and too big of a star because he's got to sing his songs. Well, well. We're going to see his musical act at WrestleMania. James, uh, who's going to interrupt him at WrestleMania? It's going to be John Cena. You think? Uh, thinking about it now, that is actually very plausible, I think. Well, that's kind of similar to what they had last year. Well, they kind of building that a little bit. It's long-time storyline. Uh, storylines. So storytelling, Reese. Do you want to know who my money is on to interrupt him at the show of shows? Oh, The Undertaker? No. Oh. Who? The the Rock. The the Rock. The Rock. Yeah, well, well. Well. We haven't seen the Rock at WrestleMania since thirty-two, I think. Three years ago, Reese. It's been a while since we've seen him at Mania. He is a man who likes to sing, likes to play the guitar. You know the rock concerts that we used to have back in the day. Yeah, but is it's he been... worthy of walking with Elias? Oh, of course he's not. He's nowhere near as good as Elias. But he is a big name that Elias can beat up. <laughs> and by that, I mean he'll get hit by the people's elbow. They'll both sing some songs. They're both very charismatic. It'll be a lot of fun. It ends rock bottom, people's elbow. The crowd go home happy. It'll be a great segment. WrestleMania moment. Elias will be a mega star in all the tabloid newspapers the next day saying, look uh, what Elias did with The Rock. And then he'll win the Intercontinental Championship from Bobby Lashley at the next show. Well, this was the rumour last year, wasn't it? That The Rock and... I think this has been a thing they've wanted to do for a long time. Maybe it'll finally happen. Maybe. I hope it will. Fingers crossed, Reese. Th- that's who my money is on. The Rock and Elias. Yes, please. Thank you very much. <laughs> Moving on. Kurt Angle. We learnt last week that he will be retiring at WrestleMania 35. It is now time to find out who his opponent will be. The crowd sit with bated breath. They think, who could this be? Could it be John Cena? Could it be Chad Gable? Could it be The Undertaker? Could it be a new star from NXT, like a Matt Riddle? Could EC3 face Kurt Angle at WrestleMania? Who will get that great chance to be the person who had Kurt Angle's last ever match on the grandest stage of them all, to be cemented in history as one of the huge stars who could it be? Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, Reese. What do you think of this? Such an ideal opponent for such a uh, special figure in uh, the WWE, Mr. From, Kurt Angle. From a storyline point of view, it makes perfect sense. Yes. From a wrestling point of view, I would rather put my own thumbs in my eyes. Oh dear, don't do that, Reese, because you'll go blind. I would go blind. That's how serious I'm taking this. Oh, well, yeah, well, it's. Uh, well. I'm not a huge. F- See, the thing is, Baron Corbin is very good at what he does. Yes. He's a dick, and he's really good at that. And he's really good at making people hate him. And, you know, it's a lot of fun. But. He's not the best wrestler in the world. But what if Baron Corbin, at WrestleMania, on the grandest stage of them all, beats Kurt Angle? Well, he will, because he's Kurt a Angle is magnet. A, Kurt Angle is like an old-fashioned fella. He goes out on his back. The real question here, James, is not if Baron Corbin will win at WrestleMania. The question I propose to you, James, is will Baron Corbin face Kurt Angle at WrestleMania? No. Oh. I, well, I don't... I, in my opinion, I don't, as of currently, I think this is a ruse. I think, uh, because of how heavily the commentary were 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 mentioning how angry the fans were, which... Usually they they don't say for 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 many things, only the things that they want you to know about. Yeah. So, 
if they're playing with that, it, I, I don't know. I don't know. Is this or is it not? Well, you see, I think it would be a very weird story. Let's say, for example, say it is John Cena who faced him eventually. It's hypothetically. Yeah. What story do you tell there? Because Kurt Angle has hand... In the storyline point of view, Kurt Angle has hand-picked Baron Corbin as the guy to face him at Mania. So there's, say, John Cena, come in and say, Oh, Kurt, your last wish in your career was to face Baron Corbin. That's a stupid idea. Face me. Yeah. But that's not a very baby-faced thing to do. He's going against Kurt's wishes. It's, uh, It's the grand heel turn. For John Cena. <laughs> Finally, on the grandest stage of the ball, my just facing Kurt Angle. Yeah. No, no, this is not going to happen. But uh, no. I, I don't know how it's going to work. But I, at the moment, I'm quite suspicious. I so you, do you reckon this time next week we'll be here talking about a different match? Well, uh, I'm, I'm going to spoil a future segment on this show oh. Oh. because Baron Corbin goes up against uh, Apollo Crews. Apollo Crews. And loses. Yeah. This only strengthens the theory that this is all a ruse. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be interested to see who they've got and how they go there. But like all the dirt sheets reporting, yeah, this is actually the real match. Which is so strange. I don't know... But why would you make Van Corbin lose to Apollo Crews, which... Who... Unfortunately for Apollo, uh, Apollo Crews, is just above job level. <laughs> and and he did lose to Angle last week. Yeah. I don't know. I'm going to wait and see. After the announcement, there is a match between uh, Kurt Angle and Chad Gable, which was a very nice match. A bit slow in points, but a good overall. It was a proper wrestling match. You could tell Gable was very happy to be in there with Kurt yeah. Angle. It was, it was nice good, stuff. Good moment. Yeah, I liked it a lot. Let's move on, though. It's uh, Sasha and Bailey, the Boston Hug Connection. They are the women's tag team champions. They cut a promo. They're saying that they're going to be fighting anyone. They'll fight anyone on Raw. They'll fight people on NXT. They're going to go on SmackDown tomorrow, and they're going to fight the Iconics. Out comes Natalia and Beth Phoenix. They say, we want to fight you, too. We like to fight. There's a big old brawl, leads to a match, Sasha versus Natalia. It lasts about a couple seconds. Nia comes out as a distraction. Tamina comes out as a beatdown. Then Nia and Tamina laugh a bit. That's all that happened. Uh, and, uh, but, yeah. And then Beth Phoenix announced that she's actually coming out of retirement. Yes. Which is cool. Yeah. Can't wait to see us on the pre-show. Hope it's not on the pre-show. It'll be on the pre-show. No, it's the women's tag team champions. They've yeah, got but a... it's boring. I know, but they've got they've got to elevate it to a to a grand. They, they, they want to push these titles. It's got to be on the main card. Yeah, but they're boring. It's it doesn't doesn't doesn't. But they're boring. Oh yeah, but. I can't. There's only I, one team that I like in this, and they're not even in it yet. What the Iconics? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about them later on. Okay, then that gives us a chance to skip this. Oh, what's next? Okay, Ricochet is next. Um, when the NXT guys got called to the main roster, sometimes it's just great because you have all these dream matches that you've never seen before that you desperately want to see, like uh, Johnny Gargano versus Seth Rollins. You have something like an Alistair Black versus Finn Balor. Yeah. You get Nikki Cross versus Charlotte, New Day versus Heavy Machinery, all these big matches that you dreamed of forever, NXT versus main roster. All these ones that you finally go, I want to see this. Yeah, and yeah. One of them, yeah. one and, of them and, is and, Ricochet versus Jinder Mahal. Yeah! No, no. No, no, it's not. We, we got Ricochet versus Jinder Mahal. It was okay. Ricochet won. Well, it made Ricochet look good. Yeah, but everything makes Ricochet look good because he's the best. But it's, uh, it's, you know, we're going back to these, uh, these wonderful, um, essential. Jinder Mahal uh, segments on Raw. He'll be in the Battle Royal. Yeah, yeah, it's just hyping him up, you know. Maybe he can win the Battle Royal for the people of India. I think he's won it once, hasn't he? No, he hasn't. He came second to Mojo Rawley. Did he? Wow. Mojo's back talking in the mirror, by the way. We thought we'd lost him. 
He's back. I don't want to talk about this. No, I haven't made any notes about it, but he is back. Well done for him. Oh, up next, something I really enjoyed. <laughs> it's the Raw Women's Title match. Ronda Rousey versus Dana Brooke. Dana Brooke has a uh, promo uh, backstage beforehand, basically saying, I'm going to give it my all. All I need is three seconds to beat Ronda Rousey, and I believe I can do it. I'm going to put all my heart and soul into this. I've been trying so hard for an opportunity to face the Women's Champion, and I finally got it here in Chicago, Illinois. I want the fans to be behind me as I take on... And she's dead. She's dead. She's just dead. Ronda kills her. She's dead. Oh, my God. She's dead. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically how it went. And she goes absolutely berserk. On everyone. She's fighting the security guards. She's fighting the refs. Um, Rhonda's husband is there for some reason. He also fights a security guard. And then they leave. Rhonda Rousey is a bad person. Yeah, yeah, she's very angry at the moment. Yeah. All because James didn't give her wrestle of the week. She's oh, never going to so, let I'm let sorry, go. Rhonda. That, uh, I'm so she's sorry. Never, she's never going to let it go. Never, ever. Um, yeah, I, I like Ronda Rousey as this just angry person. It's a yeah. lot of fun. It's the Ronda shout Rousey to... we, we've always wanted to see, I think. Yeah. Um, shout out to Dana Brooke for being such a good sport in this. Oh, yes. <laughs> and making Ronda Rousey look like a monster. Yeah. Well done, Dana Brooke. Cause good she, job to you. She is. Um, oh, Baron Corbin vs. Apollo Crews next. We've already spoken about that. Yeah. So it's. Batista time! Batista doing a interview via satellite where he forgot he was the bad guy. Uh, <laughs> Michael Cole <laughs> is conducting the interview and he says, uh, Dave, may I call you Dave? I don't know. Batista? Whatever. He says, um, what, what is it that you've got against Triple H? Is this some kind of hatred that you've had for him since Evolution days? And Batista's like, no, Michael Cole... I've had this hatred for for Triple H for a long time. He used me, and he uses everyone to get himself to the top. He saw me as a shield when he put me in evolution. He didn't want me to succeed. Well, guess what, Hunter? I have succeeded. I'm a big old movie star, and you're nothing. And after WrestleMania, Vince is going to fire you because you're rubbish, and I'm the best. I'm Dave Batista, and I'm I brought James Gunn back from the dead. I can do anything. Finn. I'm Dave Batista. Fight me, Triple H. Fight! I gotta fight you, WrestleMania. Give me what I want. Give me what I want. Well, he has got what he wants. That's not because... what I want. What? Oh, sorry. That is yeah. Sorry. He's, he's having a match for WrestleMania. Yeah. That, well, sorry, I got confused. That is what he wants. But uh, what? What did you think of this segment, Reese? Um, because I really enjoyed it. I yeah. I I mean, it was it was simple. It wasn't the best promo of the week. <laughs> no, but it was Batista. And yeah. more of Batista, the better. <coughs> yeah, and we got um, what I wanted. They gave me what I want, because a couple of weeks ago I was like, why does Batista hate Triple H so much? We've got it. He felt that he was used by Triple H in Evolution. Uh, he feels that Triple H is using everyone. And he doesn't like that Triple H is held on this pedestal that he doesn't belong on. It's a simple story. I like it a lot. I'm hyped for the match. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I don't know what else they're going to do in the next coming weeks. But whatever they do do... Yeah, <laughs> I do do. Uh, I'm on... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, the intensity is behind this already. Just simply being Batista versus Triple H. The his- you... history is there. So, Do you think Batista came across as a heel... In this promo, uh, yeah. Um, why? Because <laughs> I, I, he was very babyface. Because he, what he said was right. Well, you know, there's good and bad sides to the both of them, isn't there? Triple H used many people throughout the years. Do you think that's the story they're trying to tell? Though, is the story going into it? You choose who you want to win. Or is the story supposed to be Triple H is the good guy, Batista is the bad guy? I I I think very much it it is uh, choose who you want to support. To be honest, because you know everyone, I, I don't I you don't hate Batista, do you? 
No, he's a great guy. No, love, no. love the, the crowd obviously don't hate Batista. He collects um, lunch boxes. And uh, everyone loves Triple H as well, so... He's my dad. He, well... <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> according to Dave Meltzer. <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, good stuff. Let's move on, though. It's main event time. Uh, Seth Rollins versus Drew McIntyre is our main event. Um, I enjoyed this. A lot of brawling. A lot of just brawling all over the place. Uh, the end of the match comes when Brock Lesnar comes out, distracts Seth Rollins. He turns around and hits, uh, gets hit by the Claymore kick. Drew McIntyre picking up the win to close off Monday Night Raw. Interesting thing. Your number one contenders of the World Championship losing on Raw a couple of weeks before WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, it was to a distraction by his opponent. Um, so, But even so, the way that Brock Lesnar has been built in kayfabe over the past year or years is that he is the boss battle of WWE. You can look at like someone like Braun or Samoa Joe. They can defeat anyone. As soon as they were in the ring with Brock, they were destroyed. So if you are losing to Drew McIntyre after distraction, how the hell can you beat Brock Lesnar? Yeah, well... I, to be honest, I, I thought this was... I, I didn't think this was the main story. The Well, as in, for this match... Um, mm-hmm. Because... Before the match, Drew has challenged, you know, the big dog, uh, yes, Roman yes. Reigns, yeah. uh, for a fight at WrestleMania, which which makes sense because he's just beaten up all the Shield. Yeah, uh, no Dean on the show. He did appear um, once the show went off air. He helped Seth beat up uh, Baron Corbin, I think. Yeah. But- so he's still there, but he wasn't on the show. Um, you've got to think that Roman will accept that. That's a Roman versus Drew is a match that I would like to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But and I, you know, even though I did complain about it a little bit there, I do think this ending does suit everyone because Seth took the pinfall, but it was under shenanigans. Yeah. Uh, Drew McIntyre can say that he uh, killed Dean Ambrose. He beat Seth Rollins. It's building Drew up to the point where he could believably beat Roman at Mania. Yeah. Will he? Probably not. But. He's in that position now. I think the ending works for everyone. I don't know how it. I don't think it necessarily fits as the ending of Raw, but I thought it did its job. It wasn't fantastic, but it did its job. Yeah, I mean, we're still two weeks away, so they could easily turn Seth Rollins' momentum around. Well, I don't think they even need to. I think Seth could not wrestle again till Mania. The crowd are going to be on his side. Yeah. Because people desperately want that title on a full-time wrestler. The people love Seth Rollins. He is possibly the best wrestler in the WWE right now. I think that during the match, even before the match, he'll have people on side. I'm, You know, I'm actually very excited for that match. Yeah, yeah, I don't think there's. To be honest, out of the whole WrestleMania card, I'm just quickly skimming through it now. It's a lot of matches. It's a lot of matches. It's uh, it's going to be a long night. Oh yeah, over six hours, Reese. We're going to get. Oh. It's going to be a lot of drink. I've got work the next day. <laughs> Stay off the energy drinks this this time. Yeah, yeah, that was a bad call that last killed time. You. Yeah. Well, at the moment. Confirmed there is ten matches. Ten? Oh my god, I thought it was like seven. No. Oh my god. And we haven't got a WWE Championship match. We have not got a SmackDown Women's t- uh, match yet. Well, that, that is the not one there. confirmed. The Taker's not there. The SmackDown Women's Championship has been confirmed. It <coughs> just that doesn't have an opponent yet. Oh yeah. yeah, that will happen. Oh my god. This is going to be such a long show. I'm going to age like Ten years. Oh, don't do that, Reese. I can't afford to well, age that, ten years. We'll we'll have uh, anti-aging pizza. Oh, good. Yeah. I had a pizza yesterday, and I, I I didn't feel very well after it, so oh. I might I might have chicken-based stuff from the pizza location oh. instead of pizza because I, I like chicken. Anyway, that's after the point. It's SmackDown Live time. Oh yes. Oh, yeah. And I said before, 
Dave Bautista did not deliver the best promo of the week. But you know who did? The Miz. The Miz. Uh, he says he was warned about Shane McMahon that he would stab him in the back, but he did not listen. Um, he also says that Shane and Vince may own the WWE, but they don't own The Miz, and they don't own Kofi Kingston either. They have fought, He has fought for everything he has ever earned. He is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time, and at WrestleMania, he will beat the life out of Shane McMahon. Yeah. I did not do it justice at all. That promo was amazing. Miz, you're so passionate about this. You can see the anger in him. I'm getting shades of the Talking Smack promo that he cut. Oh, yeah. It felt real. They've done a really good job of building this match at Mania. I'm excited to see it. I'm on board. I thought Miz did a great job here. Yeah, I mean... It was quite a weird promo in terms of the fact... I mean, you were the one that said this to me yesterday, in fact. Mm-hmm. That um, the promo was weird in the fact that it only would have worked as a face promo for The Miz. Yeah. Um, it's If you look at it on a piece of paper, you look at the words, it's a heel promo. The Miz, oh, my voice is going. The Miz <laughs> has gone to the Elias school of turning face because he's just doing the exact same thing that he was doing before, but not insulting the fans anymore. He's the exact same character, but he's a good guy now because he doesn't attack the fans. He's attacking Shane. Yeah, I love this. I think it because we've seen a Miz face turn before, and it was the worst thing ever to happen. They really did a good job here. Portraying the Miz as the good guy. Uh, it'll be interesting to see where he goes after Mania once the Shane stuff is done. I really think that he should be a world title contender. Will he? We don't know. But I love this side of the Miz. I think he's massively underrated, and I can't wait for the match of Mania. There was there was one line that he said <coughs> which I thought was really class, and. Um... <laughs> said Shane McMahon was not born uh, best in the world but rather the worst because he's a McMahon oh bloody got him bloody got him this <laughs> yes so there we go I, I think it's going to be a really fun match yeah and your favourite wrestler in the world is Shane so I'm sure you'll be on team Shane that night and oh no I'm, I'm Miz all the way Oh, what? You've changed your tune. You love Shane oh, McMahon. he's turned into a right ass, hasn't he? Oh, good point. Good point. You do you boo the bad guys? Is that what you do? Oh, well, it depends, really. Depends on the bad guy. Yeah. yeah. I guess so. I mean, you're a big fan of Ronda Rousey, and you want her to win at WrestleMania. No, so... no, 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 no. No? No? Oh. No. Becky Lynch. Oh, pick up yeah. Win. Sorry. The I'm man! Thinking... We'll get to her later. It's now time, though. Boston Hug Connection versus the Iconics. Uh, Lacey Evans comes down. The stuff happens. The Iconics win. Hang on. <laughs> there was a bit more that happened than that. Oh, you do it then. I can't be asked. <laughs> oh, come It's It's the women... Uh, the first ever women tag team championship, uh, champions on SmackDown Live for the first time. Bailey and Sasha Banks. It's a, mon- a monumentous occasion, Reese. Don't you think? No. But they were on NXT a couple of weeks ago as well. That was pretty cool, to be fair. It's, it's just, it's just like, you know, it's cr- cross dimensions. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, it's 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 <laughs> into the Spider Verse. <laughs> um, yeah, um, the Iconics, who have been calling out Bailey and Sasha Banks for a while. Um, since before Fastlane, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, finally have their match. They do, and they win. And they win by the distraction of Lacey Evans. Uh, I thought it was afterwards. I thought Lacey Evans comes out, but Lace- they don't win then. I thought they won later on. Uh, oh, yeah, I think think so yeah i don't care mainly uh we're looking like at wrestlemania it'll be boston hug versus samoan slaughterhouse iconics and beth and natalia it'll be on the pre-show i'm sure no, it'll be fun. No, it, it will be james pre-show. it'll be on the pre-show i'm putting money on the fact how much i will match your money 
But that'll be on the pre-show. No. Oh, backing out now. It's not going to be on the pre-show, though. It will be on the pre-show. I am 80% sure it will not be on the pre-show. I'm 81% sure it <laughs> will. Oh, my God. But, yeah, um, it was an all right match. I mean, it was, it was a bit sloppy. But, yeah. you know... I'm sure we've all seen the gif of Peyton Royce who just runs and then stops. Yeah. Yeah, it was... Yeah. See, the Iconics, their whole thing is on the mic, not not necessarily in the ring. But, you know, I, I think they're the best out of the four teams that we've mentioned so far. Ah. Well, I hope they're in the match for WrestleMania. Yeah, they will be. They will be. Um, by the way things are looking, we're not going to have the Uterus Trophy this year. Oh, God. Thank God. You're not a fan of the Uterus Trophy, Oh, it was horrific. But Naomi won it, and her career was propelled massively. Yes. Yes, it was. Um, but- Speaking of Naomi, I don't think there's another chance to talk about this on SmackDown. Uh, next week, we have Sonya Deville... Versus Mandy Rose, versus Carmella, versus Naomi. Whoever wins that will face Asuka at WrestleMania 35 for the SmackDown Women's Championship. James, who do you think is going to win that one? I I think it's going to be Naomi. Okay. You think it's going to be one-on-one? I think it's going to be one-on-one. Because I... I think there's going to be a cluster finish. Oh. And I think we'll see a five-way. Oh, wow. Mania. Well, that's my prediction. I'd be okay with that as well, you know. But I do think that <clears throat> they won't do it. But I do think if it was Naomi, there is a good story there because they were like they did have the old the friendship thing for a while. Yeah, and, um, and I think they could have a good match. To be fair, yeah, they're both really good. So, you know, yeah, and and Asuka will probably win. Yes, I hope so. <laughs> right, let's move on because up next is Rey Mysterio with his kid Dominic, who apparently is seven foot tall. Oh yeah! Oh my god! We haven't seen Dominic since the custody ladder match, him and between Rey and Eddie Guerrero back oh, in the day. Wow! One of the best worst storylines of all time. You gotta love it. Um, but Rey announces that at WrestleMania. He will be facing Samoa Joe for the United States Championship, and Dominic will be in the front row. You see, at the moment, I think that match is going to be tinkered with. You've got to think that Andrade will find a way into that match. Yeah, well, you don't have you don't have Ray in there without Andrade these days. So they work really well together. But if it was a triple threat, Ray Andrade Joe, that has potential to be a five star match. Oh. Just thinking about it. Is... I'm gonna go to Stanford, Connecticut, Mouth. and hold up a sign Say, that says, "I agree." Oh, I agree with this. Actually, well done. It's a mouth-watering match, isn't it? Yeah, it's. But but they are they're moving buildings soon. So. Are they? Yeah, yeah they're I... selling Titan Towers. Really? Yeah, it came out yesterday. They'll still be in Stamford, Connecticut. Yeah, they're still in Stamford, Connecticut, oh, but just no, don't don't go to that building because they're not there anymore. Oh, God damn it. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. For, if it's just Ray and Joe, I'm, I'm excited for that match, but I think they're going to have to add Andrade into that, and that's even better. Yeah. Maybe, maybe Andrade uh, will pick up the win there, you know? Maybe. 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 Um, KO Show is next. Oh, yeah. He also is uh, struggling to find his place in the WrestleMania card. His guests aren't, though. It's Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. Uh, Kevin Owens is fantastic in this. He's just stirring the pot. Yeah. He's just reading off cue cards that he's got of insults that they've said against each other. My personal favourite is Ronda Rousey said, Oh my God, that's disgusting. I can't read that. <laughs> Kevin um, Owens is just awesome. He is great, he's great. Um, he says, normally it's fight Owens fight, but right now it's we fight Becky fight and fight Charlotte fight. And he goes, before that, let me just get out of the ring. And he walks yeah, away. Yeah. And then there's a brawl between Charlotte and Becky. I thought this segment was really fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Nothing really added to the overall story going to WrestleMania. No. But it was a fun segment overall. It, it, it didn't need to, to be honest. 
we 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 all know the story. The story is set at this point. Where everyone yeah. is ready for WrestleMania for this match. Is this still going to be the main event? I think so. Yes. Right. Okay. Because <laughs> I I I do feel I still feel it's great, but I do feel it's kind of lost some of its momentum a little bit. Yeah, but I think of this is the best time to do it. It, this the story is is there that to the fact that it isn't a a token match anymore. No, it no. should be the main event. Yeah. Okay. Right. Yeah. Um. I agree. Uh. Let's go on to main event. I was Smackdown Live because it's gauntlet time. Oh yeah. We, before we get there, Brian comes out and he cuts a promo saying that Kofi does not deserve this opportunity. Oh, rubbish. But he is. A B plus player. Oh. He has had James. He's had opportunities before. Disgusting. He had the last gauntlet match that he lost. He had a chance for the WWE Championship in the Elimination Chamber. He lost. He is a loser. He does not deserve these champion these opportunities that he is given. There is a reason that these barriers have been put up in front of him. It's because he consistently is a loser. Oh, what a load of rubbish! By it's gauntlet. James, it's gauntlet match time. It is. We love a gauntlet. We do. But I don't think uh, over the past, uh, is it three gauntlets we've had? They've all been good. Four if you count the women's one. Oh, yes. Um, yeah. Uh, the the odds are stacked against Mr. Kingston. He has to defeat five guys, not the burger restaurant. <laughs> if he does defeat these five... He will face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. I'm going to quickly run through it all, then we'll talk our opinions afterwards. So let me just, uh, let me just uh, look Stra- at my notes Strap now. in my seat. <coughs> Here we go. <coughs> I've got a really sore throat. First man up is Sheamus. Um, there's a lot of Cesaro interference from this. Sheamus, very heavy-hitting guy, but Kofi, it was kind of an equal match at this point. Kofi does... Uh, hit the trouble in paradise, I believe, and gets the pinfall win over Sheamus. Next man in is Cesaro, who's constantly is stretching uh, Kofi over and over again. A lot of damage on the back of Kofi as well, but Kofi hits the SOS, gets another pinfall over Cesaro. Up next is Rowan, who comes out and instantly just whacks Kofi into the barricades on the outside, uses the steel chair on Kofi to get the DQ win for Kofi, but then Rowan hits the weird chokeslam thing through the table, leaving Kofi Kingston a completely broken man on the floor. However will he survive next? Who's next? Oh my god, it's Samoa Joe who is just this sadistic bastard, just loving hurting Kofi Kingston, just destroying him picking him up, throwing him around everywhere. Kofi gets the sneaky roll up on him no, it wasn't roll up, it was something else. Anyway pinfall victory. Samoa Joe is mad. He puts the clutch in on the ropes, completely knocks out Kofi entirely. He is passed out. And here comes the last man. It's Randy Orton, who hits his signature move of the rest hold. Rest hold. Rest hold. Rest hold. Rest hold. Another Trouble in paradise. Randy. <laughs> yeah. Trouble in paradise. Kofi going for the pin. Randy Orton rolls out of the ring. Oh my god, it was so close. More rest holds. But then he hits the SOS or the Trouble in Paradise. One of them. And he picks up the one. He picks up the two. He picks up the three. Kofi Kingston runs the gauntlet. Defeats all five men. And is going to WrestleMania. Out come Woods and Big E. They've been watching in the backstage area. The crowds have been building around the TV screen to watch Kofi win. It was a great visual. They are ecstatic. It's a great moment for all of them. And it was so good that WWE gave them seven minutes to celebrate on Smackdown. What else could happen in that seven minutes? Oh, here comes Vince. He's probably just here to congratulate Kofi. He says, Kofi, well done. You beat the gauntlet. You are going to WrestleMania. If you can beat this man. There's a sixth man in the gauntlet. It's the WWE champion. It's Daniel Bryan. Uh, Bryan just beats the hell out of Kofi. Kofi does get a little bit of a comeback in there, but in the end, Bryan beats it out. He does that thing where he holds the hands and he just kicks him in the face. He hits the running knee. Daniel Bryan beats Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston is not going to WrestleMania. Well, what a roller coaster of emotions this was. Yes. It was 
Lots of action. Uh-huh. Uh, lots of uh, excitement, su- surprising uh, stuff that happened, and and then heartbreak. Yeah. Heartbreak. How's hell? Yeah, heartbreak kid. Yeah. Uh, no. No? Oh, right, that's right. It's, uh... It, everyone in the arena was pissed off. Yeah, it was great to see. It was, and... Well, it, it wasn't wasn't great to see for Kofi, unfortunately, no, but... Uh, no, it wasn't. In terms of storyline, this was A-star stuff. Yeah, it was really good. Afterwards, there was some stuff on the YouTube channel, on the online stuff, um, of the New Day kind of teasing that they would quit. Uh, Big They're e going for has... AW! <laughs> Sorry, no, I just had to. Big E has put a video on Twitter. Have you seen this? And I haven't seen it, no. I've heard about it. It's really good. It's really good. And, right, I need. we need to talk about something. But before we do talk about it, we need to preface it, saying that you and I are two white men. Yes. So we're not necessarily the best people to talk about this in the world, but unfortunately, we're the only ones here. Yeah, yeah. There is some racial undertones in the story, especially that was brought up a lot in the Biggie video. Yeah. What's your opinion on this kind of inputting in the story? I mean... It, it it definitely adds to the underdog story of Kofi Kingston. We we've, we've not really had a um, many, uh, if any, I don't think black world champions. Well, it depends on. You see, everyone's opinion is different because the only person who could be considered black who won the WWE Championship is The Rock. But some people don't consider him as a black person for whatever reason. Uh, so some people say there's no black WWE champions. When it comes to world champions, uh, you've got like people like Mark Henry, Booker T, um, Farouk, yeah. and then it's like people on WCW as well. But for, as long as you looking at the WWE Championship legacy, there has never been a black WWE champion. Well, this this definitely adds to the story uh, very very well, and. Um... You know, I I I would like to see Kofi Kingston get his moment. You know, at mm-hmm. WrestleMania, I think it would be a very real good, feel good moment for 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 everyone. What What do you think of kind of the story that's being told now? Well, I don't know. I don't know what the story being told is because they have like one half of the story is look, Kofi, you're just not good enough you're not in that position to yeah. do it but the other side of that coin is we don't want to make you world champion because you're black mm. how do you feel about like like from the big e video that's the perspective a lot of people have got and i guess that could be kind of seen on tv i know byron saxton was saying certain things on commentary towards the end of smackdown which would hint at that story as well yeah is it a good idea so he painting Vince McMahon as a massive racist. <laughs> Possib- possibly not, but um, I think. And also, this story only works if Kofi wins at Mania. <laughs> yeah, it does. If he loses, it's incredibly bad. Yeah, but um, yeah. maybe. But maybe this alludes to the fact that he is going to win at Mania. It is going to be this feel-good moment that we're going to have. At the, the the grand stage, but I, I to be Kofi honest, any any, any story um, is good, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Um, I feel that you can take anything and make it a good story as long as you put the work in. I don't think that some people are like, oh, you can't talk about this, you can't talk about that. I'm like, yeah, you can talk about anything as long as you make it good. And I think this whole story that Kofi has been in in the last few months has been a very good story. Yeah. It's just, you've got to stick the landing, otherwise you look very bad. I mean, to be honest, you can look at the story both ways. Yeah, you can, you can. Because they haven't come out and said, oh, it's a race thing. Yeah. They've, like, <laughs> hidden it a little bit. I think there is layers to the story, which is always good. 
Yeah. Um, it'll be interesting to see what the New Day do next... Oh, crap, I can't talk. It'll be interesting to see what the New Day do next week. Um, you've got to think that Kofi will be in that match at some point. It'll be interesting to see how he gets in there. I have no idea how they're going to do it. But like a lot of the matches we've said um, this week, I'm really on board with it. I'm on board with the story. I'm enjoying the story. I want to see the match. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I I think it'll be a fantastic match. And I think everyone wants to see it at this point. So I, I think it, it'll be... Well... Uh, we're not even going to go there because it's definitely going to happen. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, James, uh, which was better this week, Raw or SmackDown? Uh, I think SmackDown was better. It had the gauntlet, which was just fantastic. Roller coaster of emotions. The Miz segment was awesome. KO show was just. Uh, it was flipping genius. Uh, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, you also had, you know an appearance by the women's tag team champions so uh, as much as I felt Raw was a bit bogged down with Raw had a lot of filler I felt this week there was yeah. a lot of stuff that I was like why is this happening but there was a lot of good stuff on Raw as well I thought Ronda versus Dana was really good it was good to see Brock again uh, Batista I thought he was good as well but there was a lot of stuff in there. I'm like why are we doing this why are we doing it doesn't matter Smackdown the best show James who was the rest of the week well can only be one person here. Is only That's be right. one. Dana Brooke. No, 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 no. Unfortunately for Dana Brooke, I, I do apologise. You're not, you're not wrestler of the week. But um, <laughs> she's gonna turn heel again. She's gonna turn heel again. Oh, I'm sorry. It's gonna have to go to Kofi Kingston because for yeah. his splendid performance in the Gauntlet and uh, for having adding to. What is already an awesome storyline. Well, James, with that wrestler of the week, Kofi Kingston moves up to three wrestlers of the week, putting him equal first with Becky Lynch for oh. numbers of wrestler of the week in 2019. To be honest, if, I think that if, means that uh, it's quite accurate. This uh, this wrestler of the week stuff. You yeah. Know? If you count um, the wrestler of the week that the New Day got. Yeah. Last week, Kofi has got four wrestlers of the week, making him our number one wrestler of the year so far. Oh, well. There you go. Well, 2019 has very much been the year of Kofi uh, so far. Will it continue to be the year of Kofi? We'll have to wait and see. Please do join us next week. We're having some exciting times. Hopefully my voice will be fixed by next week so I can actually talk about things. It'll be a lot of fun. Uh, follow us on Twitter at IWO Podcast. Uh, James, where can they find you? They can find me on Twitter at ComedyJamesTE. And I'm on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all the VCB. Until next week, all I have to say now is goodbye. Ta-ta.